Um, okay, we're going to have a conversation here that, and, and I admit this is probably just a gender bias that I have, and maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I always have been wrong, or maybe I have that bias because it's the reality, unfortunately. And it, well, the fortunate part is it's changing. But w- when, when I think typically of businesses being handed down, family businesses being handed down, it's typically the son I think that takes over. You know, it's always seemed that way to me. You know, I haven't really thought about it much, so it's probably just you know. Just a bias that I've been carrying around without really thinking about it for all that long. But maybe not because it looks like things might be changing. Anyway, we're going to talk to somebody who does know, somebody who's looked into this. We're going to talk with Christina Constantinidis, who is a professor of entrepreneurship at the University of Quebec in Montreal. Uh, Doctor, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Thank you for your interest in that topic. I'm glad to talk with you about that topic. First of all, <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I just biased, like we, so many of us are, to so many things? Is it just us walking through life thinking, oh, it'll always go down to the sun, or is that really the way that it's worked out? So I think that you are the, not the only one to be biased. That's yeah. the good news, <laughs> or the bad news. So we have, we have these implicit biases in our society, um, towards men and women, okay, we think that men and women are not meant for the same things or have not, they don't have the same competences or um, the same skills, okay. And we have also biases about the leadership function because we see leadership in a certain way, narrowed way, with some characteristics that we associate um, often with male, so-called male or masculine characteristics. So... These are implicit biases going on in our society, which also are based on some part of truth, of course. Mm-hmm. And the truth reinforces the biases, and the biases reinforces the truth. So, so, like you say, that's just something that we walk around with, that, that, that bias. Does it also translate into the way things work? I mean, typically when you think of businesses being handed down, family businesses, through the family, is it even within those family businesses where, oh, the son will be the one to take over? Is, that, is the bias that strong? Mm-hmm. So here, I would like to, to make an answer in two points. So the first point is, uh, yes, culturally, historically, the father-son successions have been most often the ones that we see and that we live. So statistically, the, the families tend to be, you know, passed on to the sons. Right. Um, second point is, that is changing. Okay. Recently, I've seen more and more women, daughters taking over the family business or siblings taking over the family business together. So that is more and more the case. And in parallel, the norms and the values, the gender norms, the gender values are also changing. So that's the the good news for me from a feminist and egalitarian point of view, of course. I think it's good for all of us, to be honest with you. Um, so when we take a look at what we're seeing uh, translating into Canadian, uh, the business mm-hmm. world in our country, what are we seeing? Is that is that starting to um, be reflected more in the way Canadian businesses are being transferred? Yes, yes, definitely. So first of all, I want to, to state that family businesses, so I'm talking here about family businesses, are the backbone of the Canadian economy, okay, yeah. and the worldwide economy as well. So, um, more or less, 90% of businesses are privately owned by families in Canada. So that's a huge number that we talk about. And I, I want to stress that because these family businesses have to be transmitted. There will be a peak of transmissions to the next generation in the next 15 to 20 years. So that's very short term. Okay. And these family businesses, most of them are not 
ready to transmit it. They have no succession plans. They have mm-hmm. not, you know, talked about a lot of things that have that are included in the succession and especially about gender issues, which I, I work on it, you know, on that topic for about 10 years now. And there are many issues to discuss in families. So now in Canada, what is happening is that more and more businesses are transferred to the daughters, but without any preparation about the challenges and barriers that these daughters will encounter in those businesses towards employees, towards, you know, external stakeholders, towards other family members, their brothers, their uncles, that can be their cousins, who are not ready to, you know, include these gender issues in their way of seeing things and preparing things. So that's the greatest issue from my point of view nowadays in Canada. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, interesting. What about um, what it means to the business? I mean, it, uh, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term, generally speaking, which I know is wrong, uh, do women do things differently? I mean, when, if they take over the business, do, do sons typically do things in a, in a certain way that's different if a daughter takes over? Okay. The answer is yes. Okay. The answer is yes, but that's not a natural difference. I, 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 I would say that's a social, social, sure, of course, yeah, yeah. Thing. So daughters, when they are identified, when they are identified as the successors, they have to prove themselves, to prove their legitimacy, to, de- to, to challenge some existing gender norms that are very strong, patriarchal norms and the primogenitor rule, you know, that runs implicitly in the, in the minds and the biases. And the daughter has to challenge these implicit or explicit norms. And to do so, she develops innovative strategies, innovative ways of, innovative ways of doing things. So, um, so sometimes, you know, it implies to get a seat at the table, you know, and to push yeah. her arguments, you know, to the stakeholders, to the father, to the other family members. And that gives her, you know, more confidence to do so with other topics. So what does that mean? Nowadays, family businesses have to digitalize. They have to yep. innovate to, you know, to to become more inclusive, to be competitive in our nowadays world. So daughters can really encounter some barriers, but that can, they can also be a lever for that innovation to, to, to happen. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't say that sons cannot do that, of course, but you have this mirroring phenomenon that, that we can see where the son mirrors the father yes. and, you know, takes, uh, the same leadership style, the same, a similar, at least a similar way of doing things. And therefore, daughters can really be this lever for innovation and renewal, strategic renewal in the firm, especially if they work together with their brother. So siblings are very powerful in terms of succession. Makes perfect sense. It really and yeah. truly does. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Christina, for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Okay, thank you very much. That was quick. Thank you very much for your interest, and and I would happy to to talk another day. <laughs> Absolutely, thank you very much. It's a very interesting discussion, and um, I think it's yeah. I think she makes the best point. The sibling team would be a great way. I mean, first of all, I think you know you could some some kids, boys or girls, men or women, are going to be interested in following the family business or not, and 
Um, as a parent, like, like Hawes says, you know, giving my stuff to my son would be a massive fail on my part. Wouldn't be a massive fail on my part. I mean, I'm pretty fortunate both my kids are pretty, pretty with the kids, but together they would be much better because they're so different. But I don't, I don't know if that's a, a, a sex thing or if that's just because they're different people, but, um, I don't know. It's an interesting discussion. I, I think we're moving away from that. It's, it's kind of part of me, even as I, you know, we're introducing this segment, I'm thinking, you know what? Yeah. When I think about it, I just sort of assume whatever businesses are typically handed down to the son. And, you know, in, in her piece, she says um, in most instances, the way society has worked in North America is daughters take over if there is no son. Or the son doesn't want to do it. That's sort of the way we've done it traditionally, which if you think about it for just a second, it's absolutely absurd. It really and truly is just the way that that bias sort of dictates the way that we go about having that kind of discussion. It really is baffling if you think about it for just a minute. I mean, uh, but hopefully it's changing, you know, and uh, we get rid of these, these artificial barriers that we've created that really make absolutely no sense. Um, so we'll see where it goes from here and we can all take a role in trying to push that 